Hey guys and gals, I hope you're doing well. Um, my guest this week is Tara Dower, and Tara, um, I reached out on Facebook and I asked the community, and who do you know that has through hiked either the Appalachian Trail or the uh, Pacific Crest Trail? And somebody said, you've got to talk to Tara. So Tara just completed um, recently, not so recently, but kind of recently, she just completed the Mountains to Sea Trail. And um, she not only completed it on a through hike, but she completed it in the fastest recorded time. So, which was amazing. And she um, did a, um, like a, not so much a documentary, but she documented her time on the trail and she documented her ups and her downs. And it's, uh, you can find that on Tara Trucks on YouTube. And I thought I watched all three videos and she broke them up into three segments. So there's the mountains portion, there's the Piedmont, which is the flat portion, and then there's the coast um, hike. And so she kind of goes through all of those. She's got some other videos throughout her uh, channel on her adventures, which um, are amazing. And now, you know, she is currently, right now as we're doing this podcast, she is um, hiking the John Muir Trail, which I think is uh, such a beautiful, beautiful trail. Um, I can't wait to go out there and, and check out um, that area. And I... I've always wanted to do it, but I'm waiting until the crowds kind of subside. I want to get out there in the fall. So most of our trips are starting to become, you know, more fall, winter trips um, because North Carolina's hot. I, I'm not going to, you know, lie to you. I'm ready for the sun to go away a lot of times. It gets hot by the end of August. I'm kind of done with it. And now, you know, coming from Michigan, where I would have never said that 11 years ago, now I'm like, okay, well, let's go here, but let's go in, you know, September or October when it's lows of 30 and the top temperatures are the mid 50s. And uh, that's kind of where my life is evolving right now. And um, but her stories are really cool. Um, it was a nice little chat to sit down with her. And so sit back, listen to, to Tara's story, and um, I hope you enjoy it. See ya. Hey everybody, so today I get to sit down with Tara Dower, and Tara um, came on my radar. I actually asked somebody out on the Facebook world. I was looking for somebody to talk to that has uh, through hiked the AT, um, and somebody reached out and said, you got to talk to my friend Tara. She not only through hiked the AT with her husband, but she then did the Mountains to Sea Trail and not only completed the Mountains to Sea Trail, but she did it in the fastest recorded time, which I thought was amazing. Um, so Tara, thank you for being here. Thanks for having me. 
So you're it's out in sunny San Diego now. I, yes, I am. Yeah, it's what gorgeous you out here. There? Uh, so my husband's actually military. Okay. Um, and so otherwise, I don't think we would have been out here. But um, yeah, so he's military. We came out here for um, that. And I mean, that's, I mean, military life, we're just kind of this next couple of years, we're just going to kind of be moving all around. So this isn't even our final destination, but it's actually like super cool. There's a lot of great trails and the climate's always really nice, which I really appreciate. Um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's perfect so far right now. I don't want to leave. No, I bet. Yeah. What, what branch of the military is he in? He's Navy. Is he out there? Well, over there is the big, like the Navy SEALs training. Is he doing any of that? He's a Navy diver. Okay. All right. Yeah. He's a Navy diver. How long has he been in? Uh, he's been in for about a year and a couple months. Okay. Yeah. You digging it. Yeah. Yeah. He, he, uh, once he's actually, you know, getting his job and doing like actual work, he's enjoying it. But leading up to that, it was a lot of, you know, classes well as boot camp um yep. and there's classes and um all the rigmarole until you actually get to like a really super cool job so he's starting to get to that point now which is which is really cool i'm proud of yeah. him for Thank all you. the work he's done yeah it's a lot of work so yeah. you did you grow up in um uh, north carolina yeah i did i um actually was born in new jersey we moved to north carolina when i was five uh didn't spend a lot of time in new jersey uh, we went to North Carolina and uh, Wake Forest is where I grew up. And that's when it was actually like a forest. Now, I don't know if you've ever been there, yep. but it's pretty much, uh, sorry about that. Let me turn off my phone. Uh, it's pretty much not a forest anymore. There's a lot of people that have like um, from Raleigh who work in Raleigh have, have like kind of gone to the outskirts right. of Raleigh. Um, but we have a lot of trails there. Um, and as we'll talk about later, the mountains of sea trail is actually, it goes right through there. So I got a lot of exposure, um, on the mountains of sea trail out there. Uh, so yeah, a long, long answer, but yeah, I did grow up in, uh, North Carolina. Yeah, no, I thought that was cool. I, I felt good for you when you finally kind of made it to familiar land familiar territory oh, uh when you were kind of on the roads it was so cool yeah so cool it was i couldn't believe and we'll, we'll talk about it but i couldn't believe how soon after you started that hike when your feet were like blown up and then you still carried on past that i mean that yeah because that hurts the blisters and everything you can wrap yes. it all you want i don't care what you say you know and people say but they hurt yeah. and uh no that was that was amazing um did you go to school um out here like college yeah. or anything like that yeah. You go? yeah i went to east carolina university hmm. and that's where i met my husband jonathan um i don't know if you can hear this but there's a lot of yard work can you hear that no nah. On your nope. end? No? Nope. Oh, good. Okay. Cause it's like super loud over oh, here. No. Cool. I'm glad. Um, but yeah, I went to East Carolina University, met my husband there. Um, so go pirates. Yeah. <laughs> I I you know what I've never been to um that campus. So my son is my daughter's 20 and she goes to App State, and my son is 18 and he'll be going to NC State. And okay. um it, we weren't able to tour anything because of COVID for him. 
And my daughter, she was like, she's the, the hippy dippy, you know, granola mountain app state girl. And yeah. I was like, that was a perfect spot for, her. and uh, I don't know if I'm ever going to really get her out of, of Boone. Um, yeah. She loves it there. I, I love it there. I actually applied there, um, but I wasn't a great student in high school. So I didn't somehow didn't get in, but yeah. I did get into East Carolina university. <laughs> they, uh, it's amazing. I mean, they're growing. Um, when my daughter started there two years ago, I think they were at like 15,000 students. Now they're up to 17 and oh, they're wow. starting to tear down the old dorms and build bigger ones and fancier ones. Um, it's crazy. North Carolina is growing so fast, so, so fast. fast. And I, yeah. I'm one of them. Uh, we were here, we got here, um, in 2011. And, oh yeah. Uh, I'm not, I'm not planning on going anywhere unless I go eat, go West. I could yeah. do West. I like West. I like Rocky Mountains. It's a great, it's a great state. I mean, there's so much that North Carolina has to offer. I want to make it back there as soon as possible. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good, it's yeah. a good spot. So what did you, you were always kind of in um, longer distance sports growing up, weren't you? You were like a marathon runner. Yeah. And um, yeah. Um, yeah, I grew up, uh, well, you know, I played soccer and I had a soccer coach, all his daughter and his and her friends were on the uh, were on the team. And so they got to choose their spots, really. But I got kind of put where nobody wanted to be left midfield. So, I mean, nobody wanted that, but it was a lot of running back and forth. And that uh -huh. actually developed a lot of running skills in me for benefit of me. I'm thankful. Yeah. Now. Um, but I went to my first track meet and just killed it. Like my mom was like, blew her mind. She's like, how, where did this come from? Uh -huh. And ever since then, you know, I've been doing, you know, the mile in middle school. And then I went on to the 5Ks and cross country and uh, high school. And then went on to do, you know, regular 5Ks just on my own in college. And then I moved on to half marathons and marathons after college. And now longer than that. Yeah. Did you run in college? for i didn't i didn't run for ecu no okay. i just kind of did it on my own, own just hung out yeah did you just finish a, a run just recently yeah I, yeah i did super proud of this one um it was called ridge root ultra um it's in um near the san gabriel mountains i think you run on that ridge uh -huh. and um i did super well it was a 52.6 mile race um mm -hmm in a hundred degree heat. So that was really hot. Uh, but I placed second overall, um, and first for women. Woo! Yeah. <laughs> That's how long did it take you? Uh, nearly 11 hours. It was 10 hours and 50 minutes. My God. Now, and you just kept moving that whole time, right? Didn't stop. Yep. Just and Nope. I mean, I went to aid stations, filled up on some ice and water. Like I packed ice all over my body, like in my hat and in my vest and just like, just completely packed of ice and water. Um, but other than that, I just kept going and tried to keep, you know, for positive for motion yeah. the whole time. Man. Oh man. <laughs> it was, uh, that's, that's huge. Uh, did, um, so when you guys decided you and your husband decided to do the AT, was that like right out of college? You were like, Hey, we're yeah. going to do this. 
Yeah. Um, so I was actually a year graduated. He, he's a year younger. So he was, he had just graduated. Was it? Oh no, wait. Uh, yeah, he graduated 2017, I think. Um, so yeah, 2018, we were kind of preparing for it, but we had just got married, um, in September of 2018. And then six months later, we hopped on the Appalachian Trail in March of 2019. Uh, what day did you get married in September? Uh, the 15th. Oh, we were, I got married on 12th. It's awesome. The 12th? Okay. Awesome month oh. to get married. Oh my gosh. Not in North Carolina though. Uh, we had, we got married during a hurricane. Oh, not on purpose. No, I can, we were, I can laugh about it now, but oh, back then I was a wreck. We were, we were sitting there. It was September. So September in Michigan is supposed to be just beautiful, right? Perfect mm-hmm. time to get married. And we woke up that morning and it was overcast guys, but they're saying, oh, you know, it's going to pass. It's going to pass. We got to about 45 minutes before we were going to get married and we were supposed to get married outside. And they're like, yeah. you guys got to make a decision. Like we got to do something here. And we were like, fine, we'll get married inside. We'll, and they, they cleared everything while we were saying our vows. It was a monsoon outside. I mean, oh. cats and dogs raining outside. And <laughs> we were done and dinner was done and it all cleared, cleared up. But uh, you never know. You yeah, you never know. <laughs> but uh, always have a backup plan. That's always. So, do always. you did you enjoy the the AT hike? Um, I kind of get like I, I get annoyed sometimes with the trails through like the Pisgah area and the North Carolina, the roots and the rocks and the wet mm-hmm. and the but yeah so i i guess um yeah i look back at it through rose colored sunglasses sometimes or glasses whatever the saying is um i I look back and i'm thinking like that was just amazing but i you know there are times that come up to me and i'm like wow that was really hard and this was a challenge um I enjoyed a majority of it but there's definitely some significant challenges that Um, I never, me and Jonathan never considered getting off the trail at all. We felt at one point we didn't feel like safe, Uh um, but we weren't, we weren't like thinking to get off or to stop our through hike, Okay, but it was, it was just kind of getting through, um, those challenges and working together, um, and our trail family, we made great friends out there. Uh, shout out to Flipper, Rascal, Smiley, Abe, all those people. There's so many of them. I, I, and there's like 16 of them. Um, but we met these people, just incredible trail family. We all work together to get yeah. to Katahdin. Isn't yeah. it amazing how many single hikers are out there? Oh, just, so many. I mean, the majority of them. Single. Right. And we'll go, we'll go on hikes and we do, we're, we're to the point of doing day hikes now, but we, we hit the mountains all the time. And when we get on the AT, most of the time we're passing just single hikers mm-hmm. and out there just doing their thing. Yeah. And so it was Rascal, the one that came and hiked with you. She oh, was yeah, awesome. Yeah, Ras- oh, oh my gosh. She is- was awesome. <laughs> if anybody could have gotten you through that period of time, that was her. It was rascal. She was a, a light in a dark tunnel. She was just, she was just a blessing for sure. Yeah. 
And it was yeah. good that that she she met up with you at that period during the mm -hmm. hike. At the beginning, yeah. it would have just been like, okay, it's fun. We're doing our thing, getting through it. But I, I feel like, man, she came in there at the perfect time for you. Yeah, it was a crucial time. She, I mean, she really, you know, rejuvenated the team because uh, I was with Ryan, mm -hmm. uh, you know, and then uh, I think my mom came out a couple times. No, I don't, I don't remember when she came out. I think she came out at the same time, but like when Rascal came out, it was just, she just brought this energy and like this planning mentality and like just a focus as well. Um, yeah. And fun. She was super fun. I know. She just seemed like she was super fun and just kept, because yeah. I mean, it had to be, um, I mean, it's mentally exhausting. And at that point in your time, you needed somebody to, to keep you going. It wasn't, you know, I, I felt like you struggled and you were like, God, it's, you know, I, I think I just need to stop. And to have somebody there that was like, you can do this. Like, or the advice yeah. that you got, the the advice of don't quit on a bad day mm -hmm. was yeah. key, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. It was big. That's I keep a big going one. from, That's a I big keep, one. yeah, I keep going from AT <laughs> to mountains to C to AT. So on the AT, when you guys were, were doing that, how, how long were you on the trail for? Yeah, we did it. We were on there five months and 10 days. So from March 22nd to September 1st. Wow. What was your favorite <laughs> section of it? Oh man. Um, there's a lot of high, high times. Um, I say max patch was really nice. Mm -hmm. Um, but for all the people that want to go out there and camp, uh, it is now not allowed. Yep. Um, so know that <laughs> yep, they're cutting <laughs> it's, down it's on such, it. It's, uh, -huh, it's a gorgeous, gorgeous, bald mountain and you can see beautiful sunrise sunsets of like you know smokies and uh just great views but uh we got it we went there when uh we were able to um on our through hike also the mountains the new hampshire whites uh -huh. um just really gorgeous mountains just a beautiful range um and i'd say like a, a really a, one of my favorite parts like it wasn't so much the trail like the trail was amazing um and there was a goal we were doing and once getting to the end uh we were excited but um really it was the people the people we the friends we made out there like rascal and our friend flipper like i mean those are some lifelong friends right there and um we went through this really hard thing together and um i felt like our friendship is very intentional and meaningful now yeah and we met them like what six months i mean we knew them for five months um that entire time i think i met rascal in new jersey so even then it was less yeah um but like the friendships you make out there are so just so strong because okay. of this goal you're doing did you hit a lot of the shelters when you guys were sleeping or did you kind of yeah. fall wherever you fell or did you have a we pretty tried good to plan? stay at shelters we um you know we we didn't mind the bubble they call the bubble where a bunch of three hikers kind of travel together we liked the bubble we felt safe there uh, we love the community as long as we could find good spots and a proper bear hang, we were fine. Yeah. Uh, so we did try to hit the shelters. Okay. And then, uh, and as you go through this and for people that don't really know through hiking, as you go through, you have, um, 
stops that you make to resupply. And you have to do all that prior to even leaving, don't you? Send all that gear out and and no, so, pick it up. How does that work? Uh, so, yeah. So, I mean, when you're through hiking, you hit a town every four to six days. Mm-hmm. Oop, I lost you. Sorry, you lost me. Oh, there you are. You're back. Okay, cool. Sorry. Um, so with through hiking, you have towns every four to six days. So you are either hitchhiking into town or walking through town. So usually, I mean, the worst restock you could get is a gas station. You just uh, get your food there. Um, but we've had like grocery stores. We've had Dollar Generals, which was a frequent one. We had uh, Walmarts. Um, so, and then like in places that you could like send yourself um, boxes to post offices if you'd like, mm -hmm. but they're, you don't need to, like there's, okay. there's at least a dollar general or a grocery or a gas station that you can get food at. Okay. All right. Yeah. I always thought you had to, and I don't know if that might be on the PCT trail where they packaged yeah. up stuff and they sent it. Um, and then it you is picked a it up. It's a little uh, less, it's a little less frequent. Yeah. Okay. They, um, yeah. and with doing that, I mean, what are some of the stuff you learned out there? It, Cause when my wife and I hike, we're pretty quiet, you know, we're, you know, we're just thinking about stuff. I mean, and what were some of the, the big things, the big moments that you guys had out there? Yeah. Um, I guess me and my husband really figured out a lot of stuff really quick mm -hmm. compared to other people's marriage. Um, we really kind of went through a lot cause we were together 24 seven. Uh, we were sleeping in a small tent together. Um, so big moments, I would say like us and our development of our marriage, like six months in, it was very, intense at times, but we worked through a lot. Um, yeah. and I felt like that made us a stronger couple in the end. Um, big moments. Are you sad when it's over? Yes. Yeah. I wanted to stop. I yeah. To stop. I always yeah. wonder, you know, cause you've been on the trail for so many months, um, over five months and you end and then you have to go back to the world. Yeah, and I don't a know lot if of, it's a cool, you know, awesome. I, I did it. There's probably a lot of that. But then there's like, I just want to kind of keep going. Yeah, it's like there's a lot of post-trail depression. That's what they call it. Um, so, I mean, it was it was really difficult. It wasn't as bad as it wasn't like a full on depression, but it was just like, man, like that lifestyle is what life really feels like it should be about mm -hmm. um just like making connections with people and just working towards a goal together and just living really simply and really people being with people and just enjoying nature that's what it really really feels like it should be about and you know being out in you know society uh, I sound like such like a, yeah. <laughs> I don't know, we're a society man. Uh, but no, yeah. honestly, like being out and like um, back here or back in whatever society, it just seems like there's a lot of, a um, lot of, a lot of stuff, a yeah. lot of extra stuff that isn't super necessary. 
Um, yeah. So it was hard to leave such a simple lifestyle, I think. Yes. Yeah. No, I, I think people search that out. Uh, you know, a lot of people search that out when they go and do that and like just kind of get away and, and figure themselves out. Yes. Yeah. Were there older people out there? Oh yeah. We met, uh, we met, a, we had a lot of old friends. We had Sarasota Scott. You better uh, say he that was, he's older than 35, 35 would oh. not be old. <laughs> he was, he was, I think he was upper seventies. Wow. Um, oh, we love Sarasota Scott. Just a sweet old man. Um, we had, uh, we called him old man Jenkins, but his name was something else. I won't say it because um, he was, he's a little bit of a grump, uh, but he was, he was a lot of fun too. Uh-huh. Uh, so we had him, he was like in his seventies as well. Uh, but there's people of all ages. All we ages. Met some, yeah, we met some kids out there with their parents and just really a whole spectrum of people. Good trail angels out there. Oh, yeah. Uh, the best. Um, there's so many, so many generous people that take time out of their schedules and their lives to come out and just simply feed hikers, which is if you feel underappreciated in your life. Just bring some food to a trailhead and you'll you'll yeah. see you'll feel loved. Isn't that amazing that people do that? They go out there and and sit down and and feed you guys. Yeah, I think that's I awesome. Telling, I was telling Jonathan one day. I was like, otherwise, like if we weren't doing this, this would be totally like taking food from strangers would otherwise be like a big no no. Yeah, <laughs> but we're out here like drinking beers with these people sitting in lawn chairs right on the side of the trail, and that just seems normal. Oh my god, that's so cool. Yeah. So how long from the time that you guys finished that, did you decide to do this mountains to sea trail? Yeah. So it was, um, so Jonathan had joined the Navy, uh, not shortly after we had spent some time in Florida, um, just with the intentions of him going in soon, uh, just waiting for, you know, all that, you know, mm-hmm. paperwork and getting through, um, and then we moved me back up to North Carolina to Asheville to work at the Blue Ridge Hiking Company okay. under Jennifer Farr Davis. I don't know if you know who she is, but she has set some some records. Uh, she set the fastest known time on the Appalachian Trail overall. Oh. Um, so I went up there to work for her hiking company as a guide and a caretaker at her bunkhouse right off the Appalachian Trail. Okay. So I would. So I, I was back in North Carolina. I was right on the trail. Um, I was, you know, interacting daily with this woman who's incredible, Jennifer, who like is just an inspiration to a lot of women. And I was like, I kind of want to like see it, it had been boggling in my head a little bit. And I just thought like over that summer, I would like try to work to um, just hike the Mounds of Sea Trail. Mm-hmm. Um, but I still like thought in my head, like maybe I could do it as a fastest known time. And then when COVID really hit in, um, whenever that was, when it really started getting serious, I thought it would probably be like responsible not to do a regular through hike and interact with a lot of people. So I thought I would create a support team and okay. with the support team, I would get through it quicker and I would not be exposed and I wouldn't expose myself to a lot of people. Um, and that kind of developed into the fastest known time that oh I would gosh. do. <laughs> and so you were like, you were like, maybe I'll do this and may I'm going to shoot for this. And then boom, off you went. 
Did, yeah, yeah. Did you meet anybody on the trail as you were going no. through? Was was anybody on that trail? I did oh. not meet any through hikers. I had. Um, I'm actually going to look it up, so that's why I'm looking down. There's somebody. There was a stop um, over by um, like Big Hump and Little Hump. And then uh-huh. you come yeah. into Tennessee and that, that yes. little bunkhouse area there. Yeah. Um, so we went there and I was talking to the guy because he drove us up and uh, a buddy of mine went and hiked and we did an overnight. And uh, he said that during uh, COVID it was, the numbers were way down, even for the through hikers going through. Yeah. Yeah. So it, yeah, it kind I, of affected I mean, I was- them. Yeah, I, I, I don't know, because, um, you know, the mountains of Trail all together, it's just a really, it's not a well-known trail. Um, so the fact that I didn't really see any hikers wasn't, I didn't know if it was because of COVID. I don't think it was because of COVID. I think just, it's not a well-known trail. And yeah. I think, I think my year, I don't, I don't remember, but there's only like a, like a couple hundred at least people that have actually completed a through hike in the past 10 years okay. how long they've been tracking it all right um so so really it's it's not it, there's not going to be a lot of people out there either way yeah you had um yeah. so they had the three areas so you were in the mountains then you were in the the piedmont area and then you were mm-hmm. in the beach area and yeah. um so when you started it um, you were like, boom, gung ho off you go. And it seemed like it was, it was kind of difficult from the get go. I mean, you were putting in how many miles a day you were putting. Yeah. It was an average of 40.1. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And, and were you training? Yes. I, I know you were training up to that, but I mean, were you doing like 30 mile day hikes and 35 and 40 leading up to this yeah i did i did about um i think i did like five training hikes that i did like big miles on uh i did one where i hit 40 miles um but i never did um what what you should know if you're gonna do a fastest known time is to do them consecutively so do like one after the other and see how your body holds up um so like 40 one day 40 the next and see how it feels Mm -hmm. um and i didn't do that which uh, i should have done and kind of seen how my body reacted and was able to counteract some some things that happened to myself yeah well i mean that's a lot of stress on your body to do that Mm -hmm. over 30 days is that how long yeah 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 20 yeah 30 days uh is how long i was out there yeah yeah, it's, it is a lot of uh, a lot of stress. But I mean, there were moments there. So you were going through. Tell me about, um, you know, just going through the mountains and and then yeah. rolling down into kind of the urban area. Yeah, I can do that. Um, so the mountains were gorgeous. I love the mountains in North Carolina. Every day I'd wake up and start hiking and get a beautiful sunrise. Um, so I, I had a lot of injuries, a lot of overused injuries in the mountain section. I had, you know, bursitis, um, my toes like were swollen. My feet were just overall, just really swollen, just hurt. 
Um, I lost some toenails and that's just, that's just normal for me though. Um, I mean, I was just going through a lot and anybody's going to go through these things. It's kind of, um, you foresee it. Um, but you know, I, I also had an amount of anxiety as well on the trails, just like in general, I just feel like amounts of anxiety. Um, but I really started getting anxious, start forgetting about like the body injuries and stuff. Um, really once I started rolling into the Piedmont section, um, that's when it really flattened out, but that mm -hmm. also meant a lot of road walking. Um, it was, man, I don't remember the exact number. I think it said 400 miles of road walking. So overall the trail, like 1,175 miles, mm -hmm. but I want to say it was like 500, 400 miles were road walking. Yeah. You were um, on just county roads. These yeah. your sides of county roads. Yeah, it, it was, it was really hard. I experienced, I, I saw a lot of people out there. Um, and the first day was really tough because I got for some reason, just a, a bunch of people that wanted to say hi, um, inappropriately <laughs> or people who didn't, uh, keep control of their dogs. Yeah. Um, people who like honked at me in their cars. And I was like emotionally drained at this point. So anything could set me off as bad as that it was. I was just like, anything could set me off. And I was just like, just done. Um, and so like, I also, the first day almost got hit by, or the second day, I think it was, I almost got hit by a car on the first or second day when I was going through Elkin. Um, and that really freaked me out. Cause I was like, why, why am I doing this? Why am I, is it just for glory? Like what would happen if I just got hit by a car and died? Like, I, I'm not that proud. Like I yeah. can give this up if that means I'll survive. And that was very dramatic of me. Like one, it, it was a little dramatic and I could have, you know, done some things different, but you know, my mind is just doom and gloom at this point with yeah. life. Well, it's a lot to overcome when mind. you're out there. Not only, not only are you going through those emotions, but you're doing it by yourself. So yeah. there's nobody yeah. to talk to except for yourself. And yeah, I, I did have Ryan meeting me at different parts um, with the car and some support, but um, he, at that point, I mean, he, he had left me for a seven mile section um, and I was on my own completely. Like I didn't, uh -huh. I didn't know when I'd see him next. I was just, it was tough. It was really, yeah. really tough. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so much different, I'm sure, than, than on the AT way different yes. and plus you're by yourself yeah. i know that ryan was there but i mean there's big sections that you're doing by yourself um to get yeah through he that. didn't walk with me at all um yeah. which he didn't have to um but it was it was really tough to do a lot of that on my own for sure yeah so i, I, I called a lot of people yeah it, i i liked when i would see different things that i've been at you know like when you hit mount mitchell and you hit mount mitchell uh -huh. at the top in the the morning and the clouds were over there oh. and the sun and that but that was pretty early on in your in your adventure um yeah, that was my birthday was that the birthday <laughs> one that was my birthday and that was nice your dad came out and and you guys uh -huh. hung out I, I think yeah, you probably great. needed it at that time, but, yeah. but I mean, you know, reaching out and asking for help and when you're doing difficult things like that is not a bad thing, you know, mm -hmm. 
Now, do you struggle normally like with, with anxiety or was this something that kind of brought it, brought it on or is that not to get personal? uh, No, I talk about it openly. Mm -hmm. Um, I feel like not enough people do that. And it is a, it is something a lot of people struggle with people who do really cool things, struggle with a lot of different things. And anxiety for me is, um, one. So I, I started really experiencing, really realizing I had really bad anxiety when I actually failed a through hike of my own, um, on the Appalachian trail in 2017. So two years before me and my husband did it together. Um, so I failed that time and just had a terrible anxiety attack in my tent. I felt like an elephant was sitting on my chest and I couldn't get my breathing. Um, I had a migraine, like there was, there was a physical like response to my anxiety. Cause I had been putting it off, putting it off, like putting off all of this, like anxiety, like just bearing it down. It's like, it's fine. It's whatever. I'll be fine. Uh, and then I woke up and I was like, yeah, this is, this is really bad. I need to get off the trail. Yeah. Um, and then, so I, I experienced it on the Appalachian trail. Um, but at that point I knew how I could manage it. And then on the Mount sea trail, it came up and it was harder to manage it because I was really emotionally drained. Um, and it was hard to like combat that, uh, with ways that I could do that I did on the Appalachian trail. Uh-huh. Yeah, it, it is. Uh, there's a lot of people that struggle with that. A lot of people. Mm-hmm. And most of the time, you know, like you said, they kind of hold it in. And for me, you know, I, my, my daughter struggles with that. And I, I really didn't understand it much because kind of growing up, but it, I grew up in the time and where you just didn't say anything, you know, away you went and you did your thing. And, um, but there is much more awareness nowadays and there's, there's avenues of, of how to deal with it and, you know, how to, to help yourself, which is good. Um, mm-hmm. especially yeah, doing sure. the things that you guys are doing. Were you always yeah. a hiker growing up? Um, yeah, I, we, we frequented trails every other weekend, I'd say as a family, uh-huh. um, but it wasn't like a pursuit, like an active pursuit. Like that wasn't our, it was our just going thing. out and having fun. Yeah. Yeah. What's, uh, now, so now you're on the West, do yeah. you have any thoughts of doing the PCT? Like, oh yeah, you did East Coast um, yeah. now go West Coast. I have a lot of I have a lot of aspirations for the next year. Um, some of them are just to get out and do more ultra marathons, those mm-hmm. really long races. Um, and another one is another FKT that will take about six days. I'm still in the planning stages and I don't know if I want to like, uh, I don't know if I want to announce it. Cause I, <laughs> I'm a little <laughs> proud. I'm just a tad bit proud. Like if I don't do something, yeah. I feel, I, I don't feel as a uh, accomplished. So I'm going to wait to announce it okay. um, in a little bit. Uh, but then PCT in hopefully if everything works out 2022. Nice. Yeah. Just that- as a fun, fun time. Yeah, no, nothing fun. trying to race it and, and oh, having no. fun. This is gonna be a fun thing. That would just sounds amazing. Like oh, going yeah. through the Sierra Nevadas and, and just hiking up and getting up into Oregon and yeah, through Northern oh. California. It just it just sounds I have some amazing. 
I have some friends on it right now, uh, Tina and Grayson and a couple other uh, friends, but they post photos and they're just absolutely gorgeous photos. But on the other hand, you see photos of them and they're just, you know, all the dirt and they're just so dirty and sweaty and it like, it looks really, really <laughs> gross. So I didn't really experience a lot on the Appalachian Trail. Like, yeah, you got dirt, but this is like, you know, this dirt penetrates everything. It's like yeah. that, it's just that, that sand stuff. Yeah, I know. And so you, that's the thing. East Coast, you got yeah. the rocks and roots and all that stuff. And then the West Coast, you got the dry, sandy dirt. Um, mm-hmm. But there, yeah. it's warm out there this year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it is. You it's know, toasty for them. It is. And um, but uh no, I you know, I, I envy you on that. I I I I like I said, I fantasize about it, like oh how awesome it would be. <laughs> but I don't know if I could do five, six months, you know, living in a tent scooping up. The, <laughs> yeah. Once you get into the mindset and like meet people in the community, uh and you're and like, hiking with them every day, it just it it gets it it feels different. Um, but you know, you could go out there for like a month and see if you enjoy it. Yeah. Like go out there and just try a month. That's enough time to be like, okay, yes. Or no, or no, no, not for me. Yeah. No, that's good. <laughs> that's good. Um, with, um, the ultra marathons and stuff like that, are you working towards, um, a goal? Like what, what has been your longest run? Is it, has it been that 52? Is that your longest one? Yeah. Or Yeah. So, um, 52.6 is my longest mileage ever. Um, so I always, I, I think the highest on the MST was 48 miles a day. Um, but 52.6 is my top. Um, but I'm working up to a hundred miler that I'll be doing in I think November. Okay. So is that going to be local over there or is it going to be, where's it going to be? Yeah. So with the military, we're just kind of moving all around. Uh, so while my husband's kind of doing multiple trainings, different places, I'll be kind of going different places to do races. So that's actually going to be in North Carolina. Um, and my, I think my parents are going to come out and crew me for that. Okay. That'll be cool. Yeah. That'll be really cool. Um, so what advice do you have for somebody that's going to go out and, and do this or that they've been thinking about it or wanting to do, you know, whether it be, you know, a long distance hike, it it doesn't matter really where it is, but a long distance hike. Yeah. So I have some like mindset advice and I also have like physical advice, but like, um, but like, mindset it's like you you could like think about like oh I don't know if I could do this I don't know um I'm not sure I really want to do this um like that sounds cool but you'll never know if you can do it until you actually try Mm -hmm. so that was like my whole mindset before starting the MST um was just like go out there and try it and the worst that could happen is you just get off and you've done 90% 90% more than like what people well you've done a hundred percent more people that are just like sitting there on the couch and just right. thinking about it like you've done so much more to just go out there and try and you, know, you never know until you just get out there um so I just I just say like 
you know, do your research, try to, try to do your research and get the right gear and train obviously, but just go out there and try to see if you can do it. Um, yeah, it's, it, you can put a job on hold. Um, if you can get like a two week sabbatical, hopefully yeah, yeah. figured out by then. I know that's a difficult part of it, but you know, just, I mean, you only get one life and if you want to do something, just, just go for it. Um, yeah. Also like physical advice, I would say like do shakedown hikes, especially for through hikes, do shakedown hikes. That's the most important thing before you actually start a hike, get all your gear together and go on a couple like three day backpacking trips before you actually get out there. Cause that's when you know, like, Oh, this is too much weight. I don't need this many pills of ibuprofen or (laughs) I don't need all this like, uh, antifungal cream. Like you just, you'd shake down your pack. So you get your pack down like 10 pounds. Um, I'd say that's a pretty good piece of advice for people. Yeah. That's a really good piece of advice because most people go too heavy. Uh, it took me years of getting my pack down and, uh, Uh, yeah. Oh my God. We were talking. Yeah. We were talking my, we were going back. We've been kind of hiking and, uh, for probably like 20 years. And we thought we were in Colorado and we were some friends. We're going to do an overnight hike. This was our very first time ever doing an overnight hike. So I had the tent and actually, luckily I had a lighter tent, but I had the tent and then we decided, well, I've got to get some trail mix because they always have trail mix on the trail. You know, I I swear to you, I had 15 pounds of trail mix. I had food. I had all this stuff. My pack probably weighed 55 pounds for an overnight oh, hike. No. And oh, no. I swear to you, it was the the hike because I don't, I don't like to pick hikes unless they're like, they have to be moderate to, you know, hard. So no easy one. So I picked a hard one. I'm in Colorado. It's the first time I'm going to go do this. So we did it and it was just switchback after switchback. And we ended at 13.2 was our elevation. Lugged all that crap up there, got there and thought I was going to die. Because we were in Colorado and we're from flat Michigan to there. I mean, it was a mess, but that's how you learn, right? Yeah. Yeah. Get out there and learn. Get out there and do it. So where can people find you and follow you and follow your adventures? Yeah, of course. Uh, so I'm on Instagram. That's where I typically post the most. It's Tara, T-A-R-A dot Dower, D-O-W-E-R. Um, so I post a lot of updates on there. Um, but I also have a YouTube channel and that's Tara Treks. So T-A-R-A-T-R-E-K-S. Um, there I post a lot of, I I'm building a van right now, or I, I did build one. I'm just updating my videos on that. So that's like the most recent videos, but you can see videos of like my through hike on the Appalachian trail and the mountains, of sea trail on the YouTube. So that's, that's a good way to kind of keep up with, uh, what I'm doing. Yeah. And they're good videos. They're not like, you know, sometimes you see people's videos and you're like, okay, okay. I thought they were actually really good. I sat there. And oh, I, thanks. I, Appreciate I, it. I watched through my, my ADD made it through the whole, all three of them. So it was good. Oh, but uh, no, I appreciate this. And I wish you all the luck in your oh. upcoming adventures. And um, once you do the PCT, 
I want to have you back on because I want to get your perspective on that one. Of course, Robert. Because that one, I feel like it, that one's in my heart. I feel like uh, I want to know about that one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I hadn't even yeah, done it. Yeah, of course. It. So, well, good. <laughs> cool. Thank you. I appreciate it. Of course. Thank you for having me on. All right. Have a good one. You too. Thank you very much for listening to this episode of Beyond Grit with your host, me, Robert Young. If you've enjoyed today's episode, please subscribe, rate, and review. Tell somebody about it. You can find this podcast on all major podcast platforms. And be sure to tune in every Wednesday for another exciting success story of somebody going beyond grit. Until then, take care.